In Sharon versus Director, Arkansas Department of Commerce, Division of Workforce Services, 2022, ARC App 96, the Arkansas Division of Workforce Services denied claimants' requests for federal unemployment pandemic 19 benefits, which are administered by the state unemployment system, because it reasoned her notice of appeal of 20 days from her notice of the adverse agency ruling was untimely. There is an exception if the delay is due to circumstances beyond the appellate's control. The Court of Appeals ruled the claimant's appeal of denial of her claim for federal benefits should have been permitted and reversed and remanded. Chief Judge Harrison explained, This case questions what relevance an opinion from this court should have in a context that could not have been on anyone's mind when the precedent issued more than 40 years ago. In 1980, less than one year after the Arkansas Court of Appeals was created, this court decided Paulino v. Daniels, 269 ARC 676. The case addressed how to keep claimants who seek state unemployment unemployment benefits on track to a timely resolution of their claims. Polino, which is essentially a due process precedent, is now being widely cited in appeal, tribunal, and board of review decisions that deny claims under a benefit known as Pandemic Unemployment Assistance, a federal program that was not conceived until the COVID-19 pandemic began ravaging the United States in 2020. As it is currently being applied, Polino tends to deny due process more than ensure it is satisfied at the point where state unemployment benefits intersect with federal pandemic assistance benefits. That is what this case is fundamentally about. There are essentially two reasons why we are reversing the Board of Review. First, Sherem had an insufficient wage history to be eligible for a state benefit, Therefore, she was mistakenly told to apply for state benefits before she could pursue a PUA benefit. This legal advice resulted in a wild legal goose chase that cost Sharon valuable time and pushed her into a Polino problem. The second reason, which is the larger point, is that the Board of Review's reliance on Polino has created an intractable timing problem for claimants like Sharon. The problem is that, in who knows how many cases, the 20-day period to appeal a PUA denial will not give claimants enough time to have state claims adjudicated before the time to appeal the Pandemic Unemployment Assistance, or PUA, denial has run. End of quote. The state agency has an unwritten policy that claimants for federal unemployment benefits, which it administers, must first apply for and have decided a state unemployment claim before applying for federal benefits under the PUA program. In this case, the claimant was never entitled to state unemployment benefits because she did not earn sufficient wages during the applicable time period, but she followed the state agency instructions, appealed the denial of PUA benefits, and the state agency held her appeal to be untimely. The opinion explained, Appeals from decisions of the the Division of Workforce Services are timely made if the division receives the appeal within 20 calendar days from the date the adverse decision was mailed to a claimant. Art Code N Section 1110-524A. Alternatively, 
An appeal is timely made when it is postmarked within the 20-day period. Tardy appeals may be considered timely if the delay was due to circumstances beyond the claimant's control. End of quote. First, claimant, a former cook with Sonic in Fort Smith, who was allegedly furloughed because of the pandemic, was not required to apply for state unemployment benefits because of insufficient earnings, and the state agency was aware of this. It, assist, it insisted she apply for state benefits anyway. Quote, To be eligible for state unemployment benefits for any benefit year, a claimant must have been paid wages in at least two quarters of his or her base period, and the total wages paid during the base period must be at least 35 times his or her weekly benefit amount. As early as 10 August 2020, the division noted that Sharon was non-UI eligible. What is the legal significance of this finding of fact, which has been in the administrative record from the get-go? The answer is that Sharon's insufficient wages history, which has been known to division personnel at every level, means that she cannot be denied PUA for the reason the appeal tribunal provided. And as to the Board of Review's Paulino ruling, it is an error of fact and law. Why? Because the Board of Review is applying this court's Paulino decision to a situation that Paulino never contemplated. And the Board of Review holds that Sherem's reliance on an unwritten division policy was unreasonable. The Board of Review, however, does not give full force to the division's lack of clear written communication to Sherem regarding how she can reliably cross the intersection of federal pandemic assistance and state unemployment benefits. End of quote. A second problem in this case was that the state personnel wrongly told the claimant that she had to first apply for state unemployment benefits before applying for federal benefits. This is an unwritten policy that the majority of the Court of Appeals criticized. Quote, the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security, or CARES Act, expanded states' abilities to provide unemployment benefits to workers who have been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. See Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, Public Law Number 116-136, codified at 15 U.S.C. Sections 9021 to 9034. The CARES Act includes workers who are not ordinarily eligible for state unemployment benefits, 15 U.S.C. Section 9021A3. Here is a critical point to make. Section 9021 does not specify whether a person who makes a claim for PUA must first file for regular state unemployment benefits, 15 U.S.C. Section 9021. That point bears repeating. Section 9021 does not require a claimant to file for regular state unemployment benefits before the claimant may seek PUA. The same is true regarding federal regulations that the CARES Act expressly incorporated. That is, the federal regulations do not require that a claimant must first apply for state unemployment and be denied state benefits before the claimant may apply for PUA benefits. See 15 U.S.C. Section 9021H, 20 CFR Part 625. End of quote. 
The claimant's later appeal of a denial of federal benefits followed. Quote, As we have shown, the Board of Review dismissed Sherm's appeal because it found that she could have appealed the appeal tribunal decision within 20 days of the date the adverse decision was mailed to her. Instead, she waited until she obtained a determination that she was ineligible for regular state unemployment benefits before appealing the adverse pandemic assistance decision. Yet, Sherem waited to file her appeal because she followed division personnel advice, which was never rebutted by any division personnel testimony or any related document. Arkansas's statutory appeal process related to state unemployment benefits did not contemplate the intersecting state and federal unemployment benefits paths that the COVID-19 pandemic injected into the Division of Workforce Services system used to obtain unemployment benefits. What we have essentially are parallel state and federal benefits appeals going forward more or less simultaneously, and they interfere with one another. Put simply, claimants are first denied PUA because they are found ineligible for reasons they may disagree with and want to appeal. But the same claimants are also told that PUA eligibility rules require that they first apply for state benefits and then allow the traditional unemployment claim process to run its course fully. Claimants are apparently told that once a determination of regular state unemployment eligibility is made, then they will either be granted or denied UI benefits. If they are denied, claimants can then use that denial to support an appeal of a PUA denial. But claimants who follow these instructions and file their PUA appeal after they have received a state determination miss the 20-day deadline to appeal a PUA determination under a Paulino analysis because their failure to appeal the PUA denial within 21 days is a circumstances within their control. Yet the regular state unemployment determination and appeal process takes more than 20 days and is absolutely outside the claimant's control. All of which is to say, the state track cannot be reliably completed within the 20 days given to a claimant to appeal a PUA denial when the PUA denial is based on the claimant's failing to first apply for state benefits. End of quote. Judge Hickson concurred, but added that the state employee promised to file her appeal, but failed to do so. Quote, Because Sherem filed an untimely notice of appeal, the Board of Review subsequently held a Paulino hearing to determine whether Sherem's untimely notice of appeal was due to circumstances beyond her control. The Board of Review determined that the late notice was not due to circumstances beyond Sherem's control. I disagree. The record is clear that Sharon visited the local DWS office on November 23, 2020. It is documented that Sharon filed a claim for regular state UI benefits during that visit. It was uncontradicted that the DWS representative offered to image the November 17 determination and send it or file it with the Appeal Department of the Board of Review. Unknown to Sharon and for some unknown reason, the DWS representative failed to file the notice of appeal on November 23rd, which would have been timely. Because the DWS representative failed to file the notice of appeal, Sherem ultimately failed to file her notice of appeal timely.
On these grounds, I would hold that Sharon's untimely filing of the notice of appeal was due to circumstances beyond her control, and I would remand to DWS to determine whether Sharon is entitled to PUA benefits. End of quote. End of decision.